Welcome to Authentic Chat Podcast number seven. My name's Josh, and hey, I've got special guests with me again this week. Let's get it started. All right, well, hey, uh, we are here with Pastor Corey as usual, and special guest TJ and Holly Mumrit. Uh, I'll never forget the first couple times I said hi to you guys. I, th- I think I called you Mollet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How could we forget? Yes. It's, well, it's, it's a, I mean, come on. That's a... <laughs> an unusual name. Yeah. yeah. Well, well Mollet's a great, like, you know, part in the back, business up front, part in the back. So, uh, yes. So we are uh, here with Authentic Chat Podcast, and our goal with these is that we have the conversation, and we're bringing uh, Sunday's message into the other six days of the week, and that's kind of been our, like, mantra is what we we just uh, especially with COVID and everything that we've experienced we we went 11 weeks without being able to gather so we learned really quickly that church isn't about a building it's not even about a, a, a gathering point uh, that the, the gathering is awesome it helps us it, you know we have that that relationships that are happening there but church is so much more than a, and a, a game day on Sunday because uh, it's, it's Sunday's practice uh, and then we get to work through the rest of the week so uh, we finished out uh, a series this Sunday called the bridge to the abnormal uh, I, I was kind of disappointed to see it end because uh, we uh, I've had it's kind of a, it's been a transitional uh, piece for us as we you know move from whatever normal was I can't even remember what it was uh, and to going into what God's called us to be and that's to be abnormal and uh, so the, we walked to the book of 1 Corinthians, and this week uh, we kind of finished out the, the first part of the 1 Corinthians where he talks about, hey, um, I, um, I, I, he gets, Paul gets a little uh, sarcastic with him. He says, you guys think you got everything put together. You think you have your riches. You think you have all, everything that you need, and you even think you're acting like kings. Um, but in reality, that's not what... The church is supposed to be and he then he goes into contrasting that with what he's going through and walks them through hey I, i'm hungry and thirsty uh we don't have enough clothes to keep us warm uh we we're often beaten we don't have a home we're weary with our own um working with our own hands to make it a living um and then he, he walks through all that and and is just giving them the, this like hey you got you guys aren't where you need to be and then he spends a whole, uh, he spends 11 chapters getting into some nitty gritty stuff. And we didn't kind of, uh, because it's contextual to what he's speaking to, to the church in Corinth. Um, there's some great principles there, but uh, we jumped all, all the way down through the four, uh, to chapter 15, where he gets, he brings it all back together. And he says, guys, you can't get so focused on your earthly bodies that you miss out on eternity. Because that's what that's where it's all at. And uh, I use the illustration. We've used it a couple times. It's a great illustration. I pulled out the rope and had the the, the mm. piece at the end that was red, and then the rest pretending it's like that's all. That's eternity. Keeps going and going and going. And we so many times, like the church in Corinth, get focused on the piece of red. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul says, "Hey, you need to be willing to sacrifice that for the sake of eternity." And uh, we talked about that that abnormal focus. So not focused on this world, not focused on what we're doing here, but focused on eternity. That's that's abnormal. That's not that's not what everybody else is doing. That that's right. what we're supposed to be doing as followers of Christ. 
And then I, I, I broke it down that abnormal sacrifice means that we have service over status, that we are putting our character over comfort, comfort and then we put we of the we over me. And that's where I wanted to bring you guys in. And I, I knew getting ready for this message that you guys would be some people we talked to because you guys are on a journey. And uh, it's about to come like you're at that pinnacle where you're about to make this transition. And so you guys have become, uh, have gone through the training and through the process of becoming foster parents. So excited? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous? Nervous, anxious, a lot of emotions. Yeah. yeah. So why don't we, why don't you guys let us, um, so as, let's go, let's just, um, you're, you're right there on the verge of, uh, and I, if I'm right, your certification is coming in probably this week. Any day, yes. So it's, it's about to happen. What, um, get, let's back up to the, to the why. So what, what made you guys think, uh, and of course, talking about the generosity that we, you know, sacrifice means generosity, because generosity isn't just about giving money. Mm -hmm. You guys are giving of your lives. Like you, you are really sacrificing your home. You're sacrificing what you know is your home, your family. Uh, you're you're putting that all out there for the sake of a child in 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 a need mm -hmm. position of need. So why? Well, you want to start with that? Uh, sure. Um, I think it's been a long time coming for us because he grew up in a home with foster kids okay. and his sister's adopted. So it's kind of just been his life and it's always been something that's been a passion of mine. And the reason I went into social work um, was because I had a passion for foster care. So I think that seed has always been there. And then becoming parents, I don't know, we just started talking a lot about like leading our kids by example and how we want them to be giving of their lives and building into their character. So that means that we have to be giving ourselves and mm -hmm. yeah, be willing to step out into those callings that are really scary and uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, I think I remember you speaking a sermon once kind of telling us like, you know, if you're ever worried about whether or not you should go for something or you're waiting for the right time, like just do it. And, and this is kind of us just doing it and we're going to give it a try and see if it works and see what happens that and so it's exciting uh and, and nervous and and all those things um share share, share with us like especially those that may be somebody watching or, or listening that is going you know that's something i, I th i've thought about it um you know what what is What's this? What does this mean? Like, what do you guys? What's the training look like? And what does the the process? And what are you sacrificing? Yeah. So, uh, to start, it's thirty six hours of um, in classroom training, and once you complete that, then I think the state kind of considers you as okay. They're a little serious about this, and so then they put you through a little bit uh, of criteria in a home study. Um, you have to fill out a, a very lengthy application just about your personal history, your family's history, our current relationship. I mean, just a lot of very in-depth stuff that might get uncomfortable to answer, but um, they're doing it with the so intent. So you're sacrificing some privacy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. They're trying to weed out and, and look for any type of red flags that might say, this isn't a good fit for this couple or... We're not sure that we want to trust the kids that we've been entrusted with care, temporary custody for, uh, with this couple. Mm -hmm. And so 
uh, yeah, once you go through that, then you know you have a. They got to make sure your home is safe, and so you need child locks on. Depending on the different age range that you might be having, uh, you got to lock up medication, got to lock up firearms. I mean, um, different things like that. Uh, physicals. I mean, it's it's pretty in depth. Did I miss anything or? Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> but for good reason. And then there's also because you guys asked us to be a reference, mm -hmm. so so you got to have some people come in you know, character references and, and, all, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think we needed three character references that weren't related and then one that was related. And so four total character references. So how long has this process taken? Just about a year. Okay. And we've made it a little longer. I, I mean, you can speed up the process, but we just kind of decided this was something we were going to take. We weren't going to stress ourselves out about it. Yeah. Take For it as we could. For those that are interested and want to, you know, push the limit, there are classes that you can take. And I mean, I want to say they were even like one or two weekends. You could be done with your 36 hours, mm -hmm. and then the ball's in your court in terms of getting the home study done and those applications. Um, we took the six-week version because we had kids, and and we already had to find childcare for six straight weeks, uh, <laughs> which can be a task. But uh, we had a very good support system that helped us with that, and then. Uh, yeah, so we we spread it out a little bit. Got it. So, uh, what for you guys? What do you feel like? What's the the biggest hurdle, biggest fear that you have going into it? Um, or you know, as you're getting, you know, let's 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 go forward with the training. What was that? What are the emotions there? Yeah, I honestly I don't know that um, I have a biggest fear right now. I've been exposed to this, especially the age range yeah. that we're going to do. Um, we're looking at zero to two in the age range to start because we think that that will be something that maybe works within our current life the best, uh, being a homeschool family and um, doing some of the things that we're doing, not wanting to necessarily, uh, or taking into account our kids' ages and not wanting to mess up the structure of them right away without totally knowing what we're getting into. Um, but yeah, I've been around this age range of the babies and grown up with it, and so I feel like that is fairly um, something that we're comfortable with. Probably the kids would be the only thing that I can think of that we're nervous of. How are they going to take the change and um, less attention being able to be given to them, and how are we going to react? Which is, so you have two children. What are the ages? Uh, Addie is seven, and Lincoln is five. And they're, they're two fun kids. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you already got the energetic uh, kids, and because uh, you, you, your kids are about yeah, right about that yeah. same age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can imagine what is what's their um, how, how do they feel about all of this? Uh, it varies, but I think they're mostly excited. We I babysit too, so they're used to younger kids coming in, okay. and so they see how much work it takes. To have a young child so they're aware of that especially the oldest one Adelie she's mentioned a couple times we're just not gonna be able to go as many places like if we have a baby so I mean yeah but I think they're mostly excited so uh, what well, and um, as, as as you get ready to uh, to get into this one of the things I can immediately know that people are gonna be like well they must have unique circumstance and 
they have all that must have this all this free time <laughs> to be able to do this because there's no way possible I'm in the position to do this. So let's just give some background to folks. Uh, TJ, you, you, you're in the workplace mm -hmm. uh, and it's you have a lot of responsibility. Um, what, can you share what like what like what the, what's that look like for you on a weekly basis? Yeah, I mean, for me, I I work a Monday through Friday job full time. Uh, so I'm gone from our home situation for most of the day and then you know come home and only get that two or three hours before it's bedtime and so you feel like you have to maximize that but um, that's a struggle that we've actually kind of had to deal with and try to overcome is how are we do we need to scale back some of the things that we're doing and involved with and um, a lot of the things that we say yes to we need to really take a hard look at and start saying okay is this what's best for our family situation right now and, and again that's so there's a sacrifice yes. so you, you're sacrificing the potentially what what things would look like but um, and, and Holly you have a unique uh, job you're, uh, so you babysit and you also do uh, explain <laughs> the um, English uh, <laughs> yeah uh, I teach English to Chinese students virtually and you do that early early in the morning mm -hmm, before he goes to work so, so you have so both of you are are working. You're you know you're, you're active. You're involved. You guys are involved in the church. You guys serve at the church. You're you're, uh, you're here. At the, I mean, you make church a priority. Uh, your your relationship with God's a priority. So you have all that in place, and then now you're adding this. Mm -hmm. So uh, as a, an additional sacrifice. But as you said, you you guys have looked at some things that you're going to eliminate for the sake of this mm -hmm. yeah or and, and maybe not even uh, yes we're definitely going to eliminate some things but I think we're also just going to plan better and um, uh, almost budget our time in a sense so that we feel the freedom to do what we want to do yeah which is a huge huge hurdle I, I personally have gone through that and we, we've shared that like how right. uh, we have to structure our time mm -hmm. And and you know, do you have you have something to jump in there with? I'm just I'm I'm kind of taking this in as as <laughs> as we're um, uh -oh. being being such uh, similar our children being the same mm -hmm. age and everything I can just relate to so much you guys are saying, um, and I've never been down that road and to be honest me and my wife have never even really talked about it, um, but I can say I feel like with with confidence that there's one thing that would maybe even set you apart from a lot of people who have been down this path and that's the Holy Spirit being at the forefront of everything you guys do like you mentioned the things that they're doing all those health checks that they did for you I mean physically they checked on your relationships your marriages the thing that's going to surpass all of that is the fact that you are leaning upon the Holy Spirit for all the decision making and I feel like that is what's going to be the thing that you guys can hold on to going forward. You're going to be nervous. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> You're going to be worried about some things. But I'm just taking this in and I'm thinking to myself, like, you guys got this. Like, this is really exciting. <laughs> this is really cool. And it's going to be it's going to be continuing to be the consistent, faithful Christians that you are. That, I feel like, is what's going to carry you forward. And so, yeah, I'm excited for you. This is really cool. <laughs> I, Thank you. I, and I love the fact that because what we we've actually discussed like your time commitment to things that are in the church, mm -hmm. and that sometimes we we actually allow ministry 
you know, things that we're doing at the church to limit our influence and ability to love others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so many times we get nervous thinking, well, if I'm not there, if I'm not mm-hmm. present, and that's the whole point of this, like the, the mantra that we're talking about the other six days a week is that that's the priority, mm-hmm. that what you guys are able to, what you'll be able to do as you serve these kids um, and these children to, through, through the foster care system is going to be huge and life-changing for them just as it is like i mean you had the experience and you've now because you've lived that experience it's it's changed the way you approach life so now your children are going to be living that out down the road for for generations this is getting uh it's 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 a it's a focus that is i'm I'm so proud of you guys it's exciting so (laughs) i think it's that seed idea and, and so that seed was planted early in my life, and it's, it's been present um, probably in different parts of Holly's lives. But since I grew up as a, you know, kind of a kid in the home with it, yeah, I got to see it. And, and so I think that we're hoping that this kind of helps our kids in the future. And as AC, maybe it doesn't turn into this. Maybe it turns into them being a good parent or a... You know, a good mentor, or something just like that. Just a sacrificial but, giver. Yeah, yeah this is they something see it firsthand the way you did. Exactly. Very cool. And that—that's where I want to make sure people that are, are listening know that this isn't the only way to be generous. You know, so many times we hear an idea and then we, we get stuck on, well, I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not in the position to do that, or what, whatever the reason is, um, that we make sure that we understand that God's calling you, God called you guys to this area of sacrifice and generosity. And the fact that you stepped into it, I love you earlier you said, just, just do it. There's sometimes, so you just need to step into that place of generosity and sacrifice and go. And so for those that are listening, um, I, I want to challenge you guys that you find that like when God's calling you to step into that place of sacrifice of generosity, that just, just do it. And, uh, and don't be afraid and, and, and move forward. You guys want to, add, want to add anything else? We're running out of time, so I... Yeah, the... You have any, Go ahead. The only thing that I would add is just if anybody is out there and thinking about, you know, what can I do or, or where should I spend my time, uh, I want to steal something from a, a friend and mentor of mine, but he talked uh, a little bit about, you know, we, we know that there are uh, 401ks, Roth IRAs, different things that we can invest our money into, savings account and CDs. But there's this thing called an RSA, and he calls it a relational relational savings account. And if essentially, uh, the more that you invest your time into people, relationships, the greater the payback will be at the end, and, and it'll be much greater than any financial gain that you can wow, have. And so good. this is one way of doing that, but there are so many other ways that you can just invest in people and invest in relationships, and, and it'll pay dividends. That's good. We're still on that. Okay. Horatio. <laughs> you want to add anything? No, I uh, I would just say too for our church family that's watching to keep this couple in, in your prayers because this is a uh, something that you're taking on. It's a relational investment, and um, and I love what you said. I think we can we can make that same relational investment by re- by investing into you through our prayers and our support. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, why, that. Yeah, why don't we close out? You find mind if we, we pray with you guys right now? And yeah, that's uh, Lord, we come to you right now, and I thank you for TJ and Holly. I thank you for the hearts. I thank you for this family 
that loves you. And as the Bible says, when we love you, we, that immediately transfers into loving others. And that is going into the way that they're stepping into this uh, foster care. Lord, I pray and anointing them on them. Uh, that you empower them with your spirit and equip them to do what they've been called to do. Lord, we thank you. And I pray for those that are uh, that are being convicted, uh, that they step into their area of sacrifice and their area of generosity. Uh, Lord, equip them and allow them to experience what you have for them. We ask this in your wonderful name, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks, guys, for joining us for uh, Authentic Chat Podcast number seven. And we will see you again soon.